Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode two of season one of Transformers Animated. It is Transform and Roll Out. Part two. Uh, this episode, like the one before it and the one after, was written by Marty Eisenberg. And the last time on Transformers Animated, an Autobot maintenance crew led by a young Optimus Prime found themselves in possession of the Allspark in a target of Megatron. And in this episode, uh, we open with a police officer who I could only hear Dennis Franz. I don't know if you remember <laughs> NYPD Blue back in the day, Paul. Dennis, he always yes. talks like this. This Dennis Franz. I wrote him. And he's at a donut shop. <laughs> and he gets a call about some crazy monster. <laughs> Puts the thing on the roof of the car, and away he goes. I wrote him down as Chief Quimby. That's what he reminded me of. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got some Quimby vibes. Yeah, he heads off because there's a Code Red at the Sumdak plant, and uh, he's on his way to deal with that. And the Code Red is that giant friggin' bug from last time, which smashes out an upper story wall and lands in the street. Yeah, and there's emergency services that are already there. There's a lot of cops. Uh, but the cop, well, he's actually a captain. His name is Captain Fanzone. Uh, He arrives and he immediately displays his competence. He just starts, hey, you do this, you do that, get these uh, uh, people out of here and move here, and blah, blah, blah. It starts barking orders and everybody complies, so he's you know, our law and order, I guess. Yep, he tells the SWAT team to deal with that bug, dare I say to SWAT the bug. Okay. They start blasting it, but it just grabs two patrol cars and absorbs them. Yeah, the gunfire does nothing, uh, and and then the lab starts to get evacuated, and Dr. Sumdak runs up and tells Fanzone that his daughter is still inside. And in there with, sorry, she's trying to find her robot dog, whose name is Sparkplug, we find out, and back outside, the fire department's hosing the bug down now. I don't know why they thought that would do anything, but it just grabs the fire trucks and absorbs those too. <laughs> uh, so Fanzone calls in basically the heavy artillery, and Sumdak tries to stop him. He's like, "This is a bad idea," but Fanzone doesn't care. This is the bullheaded. Yeah, I don't know if this is bullheaded or this is the dumb Quimby part, but he's like, "Fire anyway, blow that thing to fucking hell!" <laughs> and they fire, and they're like grenade launchers, and. The creature absorbs the grenades, but then they explode, and bits of this thing go everywhere. (laughs) Everybody's cheering. I would have liked to see, like, chunks of gooey, wet meat just slapping people in the face and getting (laughs) grossed out. You ever see that uh, YouTube video, the whale getting blown up? No, I can picture it. Okay, well, then maybe don't watch it, because you can't unsee it, but... um, then, well, anyway, all the chunks, they basically do a T-1000, and they all reform into, or most of them, reform into the bug thing. Yep, but one bit falls into the river. I'm guessing it's the Detroit River. And it sinks to the bottom of Lake Erie, which is at the other end of the... Anyway, it gets inside the Autobot ship through a crack that apparently water can't get inside of. Yeah, there's a whole lot of huh here. Because <laughs> like, also, the, the Autobot ship is just sitting out in the open on the bottom of this body of water that is whatever lake it is. And the little slug chunk of meat, whatever it is, ha- didn't swim out. It just went straight down. So the Autobot ship has sat there for 50 years, 10 feet off the fucking <laughs> piers in Detroit. What? Like someone would have hit it with a fishing rod or something. Really? But yet th- this thing gets inside and Teletran 1, I guess, detects motion. So it sounds the intruder alarm and the Autobots come out of stasis and they're all groggy. And Prowl thinks, oh, we must have been brought out of stasis because of that thing. And he picks up this little 
bit of bug or meat or whatever it is that's oozing across the floor. Yeah, it, like, uh, thing-style wraps around his arm, starts to try to eat him, and Ratchet has his little uh, tractor beam isolation shield, whatever it is, but he contains it, does a quick read, and he's like, hey, this thing is partly synthetic. Yeah, it has energy in something else, and Prime wants more information, so he launches, I just called it a Sky Spy. It's It looks just like the one from G1, yeah. I have mixed feelings about this series <laughs> thus far, Paul. But what I do like here is that Optimus is like, scan the local life forms, and it goes for vehicles. Yes, I like that. Because uh, they all take turns getting in the recombobulator, whatever this thing is. And <laughs> it is a recombobulator. Optimus orders them to transform and roll out. It was good to hear that. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, it was good to hear that. Uh, they all do, except Ratchet. He stays because he's got to ratchet and computerize. Uh, but... <laughs> Then back at the surface, Fanzone is now ordering all humans to fall back and the drones to take over. And uh, the Autobots drive from the bottom of the lake, I guess, just up the slope of this. And Optimus tells the other emergency vehicles, like, greetings, fellow bots. Uh, (laughs) It's also worth noting Fanzone has griped previously about, ah, man, I hate robots so much. Oh, geez, look at my mustache. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I'm saying A now. But uh, anyway, uh, the Autobots... Uh, they just start to face off against the monster just as Sari runs out uh, with her uh, spark plug dog. Yeah, she's chasing him and she starts trying to get her key card back from him again. I guess his dog just loves chewing on it. And then Bumblebee and Bulkhead, like, they're not worried about the monster anymore. They wonder, what is that thing? And then they're like, uh, that must be its pet. But why would a little bot want a pet that big? Like, yeah, it's a good bit i like it that there's a misunderstanding in these worlds it's very hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and when ford prefect comes in anyway <laughs> but a bulkhead goes up to siri and he's like hey there little thing are you okay and she freaks the fuck out <laughs> she's out of there and bulkhead thinks they might have scared her so he drives off after her but like she just runs straight into the monster and it grabs her yeah and uh, then the autobots of course transform at this point because we have to save that thing there's a, a bit later on where optimus in the series where optimus is like we work to save all life so now i'm wondering like well then why are you killing the monster yeah exactly anyway, uh they transform and it's hmm i don't know what did you think about this transformation scene paul uh it reminded me a lot of sailor moon uh or power <laughs> rangers well it's just this long series of them transforming and zooming in on like their arms and legs and this changing and that changing and they're twirling and spinning and it has like all the anime speed lines going in the background yeah it does that trick they try to get away with not having to animate the whole transformation by just doing a close-up on the head of that coming out or a close-up on the feet of the ankles flipping out it's yeah it is very stylized this series is its own thing and uh, now every human that saw that's jaw is on the floor, and, as you would be, right? And sorry, is still screaming away, I mean, as you would, but then she sees Optimus get out the power axe, and she's like, cool, commercial break. Yeah, that's <laughs> a weird commercial break. You should end on something, like, risky. It should have ended when she got grabbed by the whatever. I'm not going to judge this. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, the Autobots, they attack the monster, which drops Sari, and Bumblebee grabs her, and kudos to this series, they got the whole sorry sorry gag out of the way yep. right away. Because <laughs> he's like, my name is Bumblebee. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, okay, it, the joke had to happen. It was going to happen. Uh, so I'm glad they got it out of the way, but uh, it worked. But Fanzone sees all this, and he orders his drones, attack that fucking yellow robot there, and then don't hit the girl. <laughs> he's Go a- Bears. <laughs> 
<laughs> and back with the monster, it absorbs Bulkhead's wrecking ball and starts pulling him in. Yeah, th- yeah, nothing the Autobots do against this monster works. It absorbs everything. And Optimus just fires his grappling hook, and it grabs the cable connecting Bulkhead to the wrecking ball and starts pulling on that. But shouldn't this just pull Bulkhead toward Optimus, or shouldn't the grappling hook just slide back down? Anyway, Optimus yells to Prowl for help, and then Prowl just cuts Bulkhead's wrecking ball free. (laughs) It's like, there, now what do you want? Yeah, Bulkhead had a good line where he's like, it was like, I asked you to lend a servo, not cut one off, because he literally cut the guy's hand off. Um, But B's getting shot at by these drones, meanwhile, in this parkade. Uh, So he sets Sari down and then just blasts them all to pieces. Yeah, he takes them down with, like, exactly as many shots as it would take, like, one shot, one kill kind of thing. And he runs back out to the other Autobots and Prime radios back to Ratchet for backup. And that's an order. And Ratchet's like, oh, typical Academy bot thinks he can boss me around. And he tells him, look, if you bothered to scan the damn thing, you'd know that the nanobots controlling it consider any foreign material an invading threat. Yeah, so he, he's he got like, I could come out there and try to help or I could get come up with a command code to reverse that. And he's like, yeah, OK, OK, cool. You go with it. There's a quick cut of Sari going to a rooftop where she gets a view of them all attacking the monster. Uh, And that happens just as Ratchet messages or messages radios Optimus again. And he's like, hey, I got that code really quick. And he (laughs) beams it to Optimus. But there's a catch. It has to be inserted manually. Yes, because these nanobots are so primitive. He's going to do it the old-fashioned way. And uh, from what I can, uh, if Ratchet says, from what he can tell, the monster has concentrated all of its intelligence and cognition into a small area, and that's where you're going to need to upload the override. And I guess it's conveniently next to its stomach, because... Oh, actually, what happens before that is they just witness it eat a ship. So it's getting massive. And then B is basically voluntold because he's the only one who's small enough to get in its mouth. Yeah, they need someone small and fast. Bumblebee's like, why is everyone looking at me? And he's like, well, how am I supposed to get up to that thing's head? I can't fly up there like a Decepticon. So... Is this established? Decepticons can fly, but Autobots can't? Like, is I, this... It feels like it is. Prowl's got his little booster jumper, but, but yeah. I think that's it, that's not flying. Um, but yeah, what B is going to do is he drives into the parkade, and he's just going to ramp up off the top Grand Theft Auto styles. And yeah. um, this is when, when he's going up. Optimus, I forget how he figures it out, but he realizes that this thing can hear prowls comlink inside it and it knows everything the autobots are going to do mm-hmm. it's getting smart like prowl and uh he tells bumblebee you know abort the mission but bumblebee's like nope too late man i'm at launch speed so shoom, off he goes uh, except before he goes off the thing absorbs bulk and uh and optimus but yeah he oh and sorry okay oh man this was a bad transformation <laughs> when he so he jumps off the roof of the parkade and it's just basically like crisscross blur lines that are yellow and black and boom he's a robot yeah he transforms but then he immediately gets eaten but then something happens inside the monster and it turns into dust and collapses and the autobots that were inside it land in the remains of it yeah, I kind of like that, that it was just mass cell death, I think. <laughs> Something. Then Prowl's laying there, he's like, ah, did we, we win the day? And Optimus is like, yeah, don't worry, you're fine. Yeah. Yep, because his chest is ripped wide open and commercial break. And when we come back, they take Prowl to the ship. And this this was the moment when I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool show. Where uh, Sari begs B to join him. And we needed to have this scene. Uh, Sari is definitely our Miko, but rank, cranked up to 11. <laughs> yes. uh, and there's this whole bit where she jumps in the driver's seat please can i come and bumblebee kicks her out and she's doing that annoying thing that there's always a character who has to do this where 
they want to go and put themselves in harm's way and in an insane, you know, they've seen explosions and madness and insanity and they look at it and just go, cool. And I, that is the cringiest <laughs> fucking character. But yeah, he finally relents because I think she's like, please, 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 you can trust this face because that line comes up again later. But uh, they all start driving into the river, I guess. And uh, I actually did type Miko first. <laughs> but uh, Sari asks, like, okay, we're going underwater. Am I going to be able to breathe where we're going? He says, yeah, of course you can. What's breathe? Okay, again, that's a good line. And that's that whole two species not understanding each other. I like that. Uh, they, we then go into the ship, and Balk is just good as new right away. Uh, but Prowl is still dying on the operating table, which means that in Ratchet's idea of triage, he just helped yes, the guy with the first this written down, too. It's like <laughs> the good... Good with the priorities there, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're bulk or bulk. Uh, Prowl is fading very fast, hanging him on by a thread. And B is still in vehicle mode with Sari inside. And I don't know, she has a tantrum. Well, yeah, she can't see what's going on, but he just flips the seat back and puts the seatbelt around her and tells her to keep it down. And they'll look at him because he's talking. So they think, you know, they're talking to him, or he's talking to them. He's like, uh, keep on downloading. Yeah, that's it. Download more information on how to fix Prowl. <laughs> yeah, I look, I I know I dumped on Miko at the beginning of Prime and grew to abs. Like, she's just a great character. She's one of the best. I hope yeah. I come around on Sorry, but right now she annoys me because she acts in a way where she it seems that she wants to get caught. Like, she just keeps doing the dumbest thing. Eventually, B literally dumps her into a vent yes. and then transforms into a robot. And he's like, hey, I'm good, everybody. Don't worry. I'm much better now. And Sari falls like 15 feet onto her tailbone. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. And lo and behold, it's the room with the AllSpark. And it scans her. And she sees visions of the Autobots. And then images of humans and horses and pyramids and stuff come flying out of her head. And she asks it, did we just have a conversation? Yeah, and, and I guess we're doing that. We're assuming that it's that, you know, uh, knowledge machine thing. It learns everything about us. She learns everything about it. Um, but that means that the AllSparks entire repository of knowledge about human beings is based on uh, the, what an eight-year-old girl knows. <laughs> Pretty much. But then it zaps her key card that she has around her neck. And it transforms. Yeah, uh, but no sooner does it transform, like it's now some Cybertronian key that Optimus just kind of picks her up with, you know, one hand, well, finger and thumb, and, and he's like, uh, what are you? And B runs in, and it's the whole can I keep it thing. Yeah, it followed me home. She's like, I'm not an it, I'm a she. <laughs> they can't really, oh, there's another good line here, though, where Optimus is like, uh, do you have an explanation, Bumblebee? And he's like, well, I got like five I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, he's got to narrow down to that. But then Ratchet either radios or yells or both for Prime to get back to sick bay because he can't keep Prowl stable. Yeah, and this, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't, I'd like to see where this goes, the whole sorry key thing, because she, without her controlling anything, the key kind of moves towards Prowl, it pulls her along, and basically tells her, plug this into his chest. It transforms to fit his chest. She plugs it in and Prowl is fine. So immediately my question is, do the Transformers need Sari, or do they just need the key? Because <laughs> obviously that's going to be a huge thing for the rest of this series. Yeah, you never thought of it that way. Anyway, Prowl is fine. Yeah, and Bumblebee asks if all she's can do that. Yeah, that was that. Was <laughs> I really like the, the one major flaw that the Autobots can speak English, but they know absolutely nothing about humans. <laughs> it's like, 
They called them she's. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I never thought of that. Uh, um, anyway, on the monitors behind, they see some Dax drones are flying around, you know, looking for Sari. She's like, That's probably my dad. So they drive up again this ramp that I guess led to their ship. So how. <laughs> close is it to this whatever they get to the surface and immediately fan zone surrounds them police have them at gunpoint and they're like hands in the air i like what sorry says here she's like it's okay they're friendly except the red and white one he's kind of grumpy so yeah but all is good some doc runs up he hugs sorry and then we have a scene big public crowd and it's like the public hey thank you cut a ribbon kind of you know metal key to the city kind of stuff yeah exactly but some doc is at the podium like it's like he's the president or the mayor or something and why is he there <laughs> anyway he's uh he, he says oh hey isn't it great and optimus is like oh is this what it feels like to be a hero and ratchet's like no everything sucks <laughs> yeah. the decepticons didn't leave our heroes much to cheer about and with the decepticons wherever this is starscream is still alive in a very banged up and smashed decepticon ship and he says he's been searching for the allspark for 50 solar cycles and he knows he's getting closer Sari asks if she'll be able to breathe where Bumblebee is taking her when they drive into the river, and Bumblebee says, of course, what's breathing? And sure enough, she's surviving just fine inside the Autobot ship, so there's air, but how and why is there air? This spaceship, built for a race of creatures that don't breathe, that they don't even know what breathing is, was exposed to the vacuum of space more than once before they sealed the breaches and rolled up the windows and then crashed into Lake Erie. How did air get inside? And if air got inside, never mind air, how didn't any water get inside? That little piece of bug goo got inside through a crack in the hull. Why not any water? And that's another thing. That tiny little piece of bug sets off the alarm that wakes the Autobots from 50 years of stasis. What was the point of going into stasis in the first place? If nothing else, Teletram could have said, Hey, the ship survived the crash, everything's fine, no water's getting in, so wake up and start fixing shit and we can get out of here. Hey, I saw a fish. Also, I know that sign we flew over said Lake Erie, but we're clearly only 50 feet down in a river next to a city with a million people in it. Pretty good chance they're going to find us. Maybe they won't, but we better fix it. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dipickers Podcast Show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review, obviously, is Transforming Rollout Part 3. Mm. If you want to get in touch with Paul or I, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at pmacperson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends and everybody you know. Tell everybody they can find old episodes of the Transformers Dipickers Podcast Show at transformersnippickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Why is everyone looking at me?